everyone. Welcome to Through Black and White. This podcast is about the journey we are all on and about all the journeys we are yet to take. I'm Anna. And I'm Tammy. Since nothing in our lives is simply black and white, we've decided to share our perspective on ways to find balance in our minds through our thoughts and actions. Join us as we explore these gray areas through conversation. You know, I just wanted to have it recorded. I'm really happy that we are doing this. Like it really, I have something to look forward to. And, you know, I'm creating something. It's not just doing your job. You're doing something else outside of your job. Yeah. I feel really grateful because it feels that, you know, it has a purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's lovely. (laughs) I wonder if we can just segue into our new episode with that as the start seeing as we're coming to the end of the year Mm -hmm. and oftentimes that was a reflection and oftentimes also coming to the end of the year brings with it reflections as well so that is very true Uh, I guess that will be my reflection for this year Um, so that's why we are making this very special holiday season episode Uh, we thought of it actually we didn't plan it and then we suddenly realized it's Christmas, it's New Year, <laughs> and we wanted to do something special. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's like a like a gift. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully a gift to you guys, but then just something we thought would be really nice to do. And so, yes, Christmas is approaching. And so Christmas is personally my favorite time of the year. Um, definitely over the last few years, I felt it as though it's my favorite time. Well, I felt as though it's my favorite time of year. And I think it's just, it gives me the feels and I know that's not really a good description of why <laughs> but it genuinely just gives me the feels um thinking about the Christmas lights obviously winter is here so it gets darker for me where I am literally it gets dark by like 4 p.m which is sometimes a bit depressing to be honest when you're still working and just looking out the window and it's pitch black but I think if you go outside or if I go outside I take a walk and see like all the lights, um, all the Christmas lights that have been put up, all the decorations, it just, yeah, definitely gives me the feels. I totally agree. I had a moment uh, yesterday with my co-worker uh, when we said, oh, we are going to work and it's dark. We are getting off the work and it's still dark. But at least um, you have something to look forward to, I guess. First few weeks of uh, of Advent, I always yeah. want to see all the lights, how the people decorated, what's what's new in town, so to yeah. say. So I'm I'm always happy to, when it when it actually gets dark, because yeah. then you can see all the beautiful lights. Honestly, and we actually put the Christmas tree up just last weekend, so quite late actually. But I was surprised at how seriously I took it. (laughs) Like I really took it very seriously in terms of like the decorations that we had, even in terms of like the placement of the lights, like how everything was positioned and placed. And yeah, it just felt good. I know we talked about creativity and this is the whole reason, well, one of the main reasons why we started this podcast in the first place. But just being able to like create that or just be creative in that sense, should I say, was yeah, it was really nice. Hmm. I have to ask, do all of your Christmas colors match? Um, I went for a specific theme. Like everything is like rose gold oh. theme. So it's not like green or red or yellow. No, no, no. So I've got like rose gold, like the little baubles. I've got some glass rose gold ones. Um, the lights are just, I think the lights are gold. Yeah, the lights are gold. Hmm. Um, 
but yeah everything follows a specific theme yeah I'm not really a huge fan of like the traditional red green and yellow I think there's some yellow in there in Christmas colors um but yeah I'm thinking more along the lines of rose gold and just yeah things that give me all the feels yeah I have to say as well red and green together I mean when I see that I know it's Christmas then it's okay you can kind of associate these colors with Christmas but then when you wear it on a normal day like it's too Christmas like you know yeah. what you're saying with these colors yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when it comes to decorations in my house um, it's it's all over the place there is no theme uh, it's just everything that we could put <laughs> <laughs> that has a Christmas feel in it it's there so it's just creative mess I would say but um you know what, uh, I wanted to let go this year, just, um, you know, enjoy the Christmas spirits, the holiday season, without having to stress about, is it matching? It's it's all good. It's all acceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I understand that. So is there anything else that you really appreciate or like about this time of year? I really like jazzy Christmas music and mm. some of the Christmas songs, not all of them. Uh, but it's a good thing that we hear them only once a year. I mean, yeah, in that season. And then we, you you hear uh, all of them once again. And then you can forget <laughs> about them for the rest of the year. So they are not boring. They're never boring. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I like the new ones coming in as well. Yeah. Um, what else do I like? I, I guess I like preparing uh, cookies. In my case, it was always with my mom and with my sister. Sometimes my brother would also interrupt the the baking. Um, and now I'm making uh, similar cakes or cookies with my boyfriend. So it, it also creates a nice, homey, warm experience. Yeah. We're creating memories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so nice. That's interesting. I guess you were talking about Christmas music and like only playing it once or twice a year. So I have a playlist that I play. It's a Spotify playlist and it's called Soulful Christmas. And it's Christmas music, all the traditional songs, but then just by like, maybe like, mostly like R&B artists or some gospel artists. And I can play this throughout the whole year. Like I genuinely really? love the music so much that I could play it anytime. It doesn't need to be Christmas for me to play these songs. Like this playlist specifically. So it's one that, I mean, I just found on Spotify. I didn't create it myself. But yeah, I could play this all year round. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it, honestly. I think that's super interesting. I don't think I will be able to do that or that I'm able to do that because, for example, I have uh, literally um, a song for two weeks, maybe tops, and then I play it all the time. I literally kill the song. I think I, I think I broke Spotify. <laughs> and, <Okay>. then, <laughs> and then when I'm done with it, then I move on to another song. Mm. <laughs> and then I obsess about another song yeah. and currently um, for me Cold Heart from Elton John and Dua Lipa mm. is a hit and I'm assuming in one week time I'll be over it and then we'll get on something else on yeah. to the next so one. doing that to Christmas songs that would just ruin it yeah oh. I need some space <laughs> <laughs> well I'll say like in this playlist there's probably like maybe 30 songs so there's some good variation in there and it's but yeah generally I could play it over and over again 
I guess another thing that I really do like about Christmas is it's, I, I know it's not the case for everyone, but thinking about my family, it tends to be like everyone's pretty much like taking time off work. So everyone's a lot more available. So I do mm-hmm. value like spending time with family as well. Um, that also adds to the feels that this time of year brings for me. Mm. Well, for me, it's a bit different um, coming from a medical background. Both me and my boyfriend, we are working. Uh, so it's pretty much like any other day uh, for us, which sounds sad. Yes, maybe. Um, but for us, we, we just accepted that that is currently part of our life. Mm. And this is how it is, uh, because it's a really stressful and hard time of the year for other people as well. Even if they are free or they're on holidays, um, a lot of people feel sad, feel neglected, feel alone, and that can negatively affect their mental health, their health in general. So that's why we stay in our hospitals, because mm. we are there for them. Yeah. Well, hats off to you guys again for all the work that you do and everybody else that finds themselves working and supporting people over this period and maybe not able to spend time with their family like they might want to. So, yeah. Thank you to you all. You're most welcome. I know you touched on, obviously, needing to make sure that you're at work to support people. Um, and now I'm thinking more in terms of like people's mental health. So I think just maybe talking a little bit more about why it might be a difficult time for people. Um, we've talked about it in a really like kind of like positive and like oh it gives us all the feels but obviously we recognize that that's not the case for everyone and this time of year can definitely bring up difficult feelings for a lot of people. Yeah that's true Um, I even have some patients who came into into our clinic to stay over the holidays just because they know they can't handle this period uh, and they can't handle it alone especially they don't have the ability to spend time with their family or it's too stressful or they they know they're going to, you know, sink again into their depression. So props to them for recognizing uh, that it's going to be hard and mm. props to them to coming to us. I would definitely encourage anyone struggling to reach out to their counselors, to reach out to the nearest clinics, hospitals, doctors, wherever they usually get their um, support. Even people who don't have mental health illnesses, they feel overly stressed in this season and they don't like it. They need to bake cookies. They need to, you know, prepare everything in the house for the whole family that is coming over they need to deal with family members that they usually avoid. Um, heavy conversations come up, challenging situations. It's just too many people in a short amount of time. And of course, you feel it that you don't have a break, that you can't take a break, that everything needs to be perfect. I think for a lot of people, this is a really challenging season. Mm, And I think even as you were talking about it being a challenging season for those reasons, I guess something that comes to mind is just like the state of the world and the the world that we're living in right now. Like obviously we're living through a global pandemic. Like we've never done this before. A lot of us are navigating this for the first time. So I think that in itself is 
definitely a challenge, but that in itself can also be overwhelming. Thinking about the fact that maybe over the last year, year and a half, people might not have had as much contact with their family or friends or whoever. So I think like you're saying, if people are finding themselves that they're going to be meeting with family and friends, like seeing all these people for the first time in a really long time, it can be a really beautiful thing. But then for a lot of people, it could also be quite stressful and overwhelming. I think for myself, even when we first came out of like the first lockdown and I found myself like actually seeing people in the flesh, so not seeing people over Zoom, Mm -hmm. or teens or whatever it was like actually interacting with human beings it was an adjustment for me it's like almost like I didn't even know how to speak to real people anymore (laughs) like in a setting outside of my immediate family so I think for that reason it can also be quite stressful for people yeah I have to say I noticed that too it feels like we all forgot how to act in social situations it was always challenging it was always Uh, for some people, of course, but it, it's always challenging season of the year. And now with lockdowns, with everything that we have been through in the past two years, I think it's even even worse in that sense. Mm-hmm. But remembering maybe that other people feel similarly, um, they also have hard time. Um, they also want everything to be perfect. They, they also want to try to please everyone maybe just reminding people that it's okay that it's difficult because it's difficult for everyone. So having that in mind, thinking about others as well, but in the same time thinking about yourself as well. I know it's paradoxical, but um, it's true. You can't think about someone else and think about yourself as well in the same time. So we also wanted to leave you with some tips thinking about um, setting boundaries. So we've talked about this a little bit before, but specifically thinking about this time of year. So setting boundaries for yourself and also for the people that you'll be around that you find yourself spending time with and being able to communicate them effectively. Um, One of the main ones we wanted to talk about is setting realistic expectations. Um, Thinking about the Christmas season, the holiday season, So one of the first ones that we would like to mention is definitely set yourself realistic expectations. There is no such thing as perfect holidays. I know you've seen it maybe in Christmas movies, um, but actually it's not real. To be honest, not even the Christmas movies are perfect. There's always something happening. There's always some kind of mess that kind of ruins uh, the whole Christmas and then someone always fixes it. Uh, it doesn't need to be like that in your real life. So just having um, normal expectations, doing your best, and just try to enjoy that you are spending some time with your family. I think that that should be enough. Yeah, and I think another thing for people who may find this time of year specifically difficult, like we've talked about before, is if you find yourself that this time of year brings about, you know, feelings of anxiety or depression or just struggle with this in general, I think having some sort of action plan that just details out how you might manage the feelings um, that are coming up for you. So thinking about maybe what your triggers might be, um, thinking about what you might do in those moments, what you might be doing to try and avoid situations that might trigger the feelings of anxiety, depression. So having a plan around how you'll manage those situations, I think would be really useful. And if you're able to, if you know that uh, some things, some conversations, some topics uh, trigger you, 
then try to plan or avoid these certain topics. Um, you can always say, um, talking about this topic is difficult for me. Uh, can we please change the subject? Um, I think that most of people will be understanding enough to actually change the subject. Yeah, and I think even thinking about conversations and discussions, if it is that maybe you're not comfortable sharing specific information, for example, if you've been asked a specific question that makes you feel very uncomfortable, you could say something as simple as, that's not something I'm comfortable sharing. And I think setting a boundary that's really clear like that is really important because you're honouring what makes you feel comfortable, but then also communicating that with other people, if that makes sense. And you can even thank them for their concern <laughs> if you'd like to. But yeah, just stating quite simply, that's not something I'm comfortable sharing. I think it's fine to do. Just don't be rude about it. Just be polite and normal. It's just that your boundaries are these and you're introducing them to other people. And that's fine. Other people have also their boundaries. So it's all good. Also keep in mind that if you are prone to drink alcohol to cope, keep in mind that it contributes to anxiety and even more depression. Plus, it doesn't really solve your problems. It just makes you less capable to solve them. Other practical things that we could be doing um, that would be helpful, maybe if it's possible, just take a walk. Um, taking a walk, trying relaxation techniques. So whether it's like deep breathing, focusing on being more mindful, so being more aware of what's going on in your surroundings. Um, meditation can be helpful for people. And I think, obviously, we've talked about how this season can be quite busy and there's so much going on. So just avoiding overscheduling yourself. So just being very realistic with the time that you have and actually what you want to be doing, like being okay with saying no to things if you actually just don't want to. And if it's going to benefit you and if it's in the interest of your own well-being. I think it's very important that you plan to get some alone time every day. It will bring you back to yourself. It will center you and you'll feel again at ease with yourself. You'll be able to cope with other challenges that the day brings. So even if it's going for a walk or locking yourself in, into a bathroom, it doesn't matter. It's just very important that you are for some part of the day that you are alone. Another thing that comes to mind that was inspired by something that I read recently is keeping troublesome people busy so when I say that I mean just if there are people that may be in the family or in the group that might be you know prone to making jokes that are a bit out there um, that actually most people don't find funny or maybe they just tend to do things that can bring down the mood start arguments whatever the case might be keep them busy give them a task to do make sure they don't actually have the time to be stirring the pot or doing whatever it is that they might be known for doing that might ruin the vibe or bring the mood down you know what they say, idle mind is devil's playground. So keep them busy. <laughs> Another thing that comes to mind, and this is specifically in relation to people who may have spent a lot of time away from family and are now like returning back home. Um, it might be the case that you've made a decision to, I don't know, go plant-based. So you're no longer eating meat. You're no longer any, eating anything that isn't plant-based. Um and for people who maybe their families are a bit more involved <laughs> and are a bit more maybe pushy when it comes to like, oh, you've got to eat this. How can you not be eating this? Those kind of comments. I think it's really important to not feel backed into a corner and be able to communicate, obviously being respectful of whatever it is, the cultural practices or just what 
what is the norm in your family, being respectful of that, but then also being able to communicate quite clearly what it is that you're now doing. It can be as simple as saying, I'm glad that you like this meal, but I'm not too interested in drinking or eating this. So it just creates this boundary that you're good with what you have in your plate or in your glass. You're okay. Or I'm okay. Like just letting them know like, oh, I'm I'm good. Thanks so much. But no. (laughs) So this was obviously a very big year for both of us. Uh, As you know, we released our first episode this year in June and we were so happy and excited to do it Uh, and we are still very happy and excited. There has been challenges and issues as always but we managed to overcome all of those and here we are now. We are nearing the end of this year and we just wanted to also mention Uh, what else has been challenging in our lives and how we overcame that in this year and what we learned this year Mm -hmm. and what we're going to bring into this new 2022. Yeah, I think first of all, just taking a moment to give ourselves, a collective ourselves, everyone listening and even both you and I, credit for navigating not just, I'd say this year, obviously last year was challenging as well, but We've continued to live on in a global pandemic. We're all doing it in a way that looks different. Everyone's doing it in a way that looks different. And there's different challenges for everyone, but we're all navigating a time and a space that we've never done before. Giving yourself credit, I think that's the first thing. But in thinking of, and maybe reflecting on this year, what it's meant for me, um, so many things. There've been so many things that have happened, but the main thing is just, I feel like I've been, not even I feel like I have been stretched thinking about like career-wise, like professionally, this year I've come into a role that has, this sounds so deep, but like honestly it's changed my perspective on so much, how I view myself. I've learned a lot about how I deal with change. I thought I was really good with dealing with change and like, oh, I adapt to new situations really quickly and with ease, you know, all the things that you're supposed to say in an interview. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I genuinely did think of myself like that. But being put in this new role that I've come into this year, like it's taught me a lot about myself. Like I said, how I deal with change. And actually, maybe I don't deal with change as well as I thought I did. But I'm grateful for how difficult it was because it's taught me a lot about what I can actually do and that it's okay to come out of my comfort zone and I'm not going to (laughs) die. Even though sometimes like the stress and the anxiety was like, oh my gosh, can I do this? You know, all those thoughts that you can have, the ones that we mentioned on here, like genuinely facing all of those. And I find myself coming back to a lot of our episodes to listen back to the things that I had said myself and try and, okay, remind myself of them and also implement them in my own life. So, yeah. I think we all sound smarter when we record. (laughs) We we forget about all the wise words we said uh, to to our listeners, but actually to us as well. I think the first season kind of reflected our lives as well, the choice of topics that we uh, talked about. For Mm -hmm. me, very important was uh, imposter syndrome, perfectionism to some extent and especially stress Uh, it has been a stressful year I've done a lot 
and then I in in some moments I really noticed how stress is changing me or about to change my behaviors my personality thank god I was able to become aware of it and stop it and it's literally this moment when you feel that you're going to get overwhelmed like this little spark that is about to spread all across your body and set your body on fire uh, I managed to really be in the moment and say no I'm not gonna get overwhelmed by this this is not worthy of my you know energy and time I also learned that exercise gives you such a good boundary to stay calm collected and grounded mm. so exercise helped me a lot to get through this year and somehow I also learned that with time everything is in the end done and mm. if you are dealing with people uh, almost in 99% of cases you're able to arrange something so that there is a compromise so that there is a win-win situation and that's what uh, I've really learned this year. As long as you are dealing with people, it's it's all good. You'll find a solution. Yeah, yeah. I think on the topic of dealing with people, another big one for me is, like, it's okay to be more human, especially at work. Like, I, again, I talk about this new role a lot, but honestly, it's just shifted so much in me and even in my perspective. But, like, you can be human at work. <laughs> And I'd never like really, like I was always very like, okay, this is work Tammy and this is the real, not the real Tammy, but like Tammy outside my personal life, all of that, those things stay separate. And while that's completely understandable and it's not everything that you divulge, but I think bringing a lot more of my own personality and my own just my authentic self into my work has been something that I've learned this year and also seen the benefits of as well, not just at work, but then even in my personal life and other relationships and things. So Yes. And also on the topic of stress, I think something that has helped me a lot with that is just reminding myself of the fact that there's only certain things that I have control over. And like, there's no point allowing myself to get stressed out over the things that I don't have control over and allowing myself to be okay with that. So going into 2022, I cannot even believe I'm saying that. Obviously, super grateful to be here. But anyway, that's a story for another day. Um, going into 2022, is there anything in particular or are there any things that you'd say like you're excited to work on or looking forward to focusing more attention on? So I'm very excited that we are going into second season of recording. I think it's beautiful and it still makes me very happy. I enjoy recording and I I especially enjoy releasing it out there, hearing comments and criticisms. Uh, so this is my invite as well. <laughs> Feel free to share uh, or all your comments. On a personal note or more personal note, I'll be focusing on my professional education uh, more so than just doing my job. Um, I think I do my job well, but I know that in a few years it won't be enough. So I'll try to emphasize my professional education in that sense. I'll try to devote some more time to reading. And on a personal level, I'll try to nurture the relationships I already have in my life. 
and on even more personal note i will try uh, to deepen my relationship with god which is very important to me wow those are really deep reflections yeah beautiful very wholesome <laughs> i've been using the word wholesome a lot and i'm really enjoying it but yeah it was very wholesome i guess for me i think just the point I said about not allowing myself to be so stressed out and get overwhelmed about the things that I don't have control over. It's been really helpful for me in the last couple of weeks, just reminding myself of that like daily. So I think taking that into the new year, definitely. Also believing a lot more in my own abilities. Like I feel like there's a lot that other people see in me that maybe I'm still a bit like, oh, I'm not too sure. But just being a lot more sure about my abilities and being confident in them and walking in them as well. Yeah, there are a few more, but I think those are the main ones to leave here for me anyway. And that's a wrap from Three Black and White for 2021. It's been good and I've enjoyed this and it's been so much fun. And thinking back to the beginning when we wanted to see what the creative Anna would look like and what the creative Tammy would look like. I like them both. Me I'll too. Just say that. Me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> In the best way possible. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it has been a pleasure. And all I have to say is happy holidays and happy new year. Hope you have a lovely holiday season and an amazing new year. Let the people that you have in your life that you appreciate know you appreciate them. Take care. And we will be back soon with another season. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and have been able to take something away from our conversation. As always, we'd love to hear your ideas, comments and questions. You can find us on Instagram at tbaw.pod. Stay tuned for the next episode.